1: Come on. ready? Welcome. Welcome to
2: Dave and Mahoney. Hey, dude, if you want to move in, like, that's way more fun than my mother-in-law. Like, at least we can smoke cigars and, you know, talk about stuff. You're not bringing a rotten little dog with you, are but you? The, uh, I am. Ew. <laughs> I've never oh heard of called God. a rotten God. dog before, but okay. That's, uh, that's really hurtful, actually. <laughs> he called it a rotten dog. dog hey, girl, dog. you <laughs> want to see my rotten dog. <laughs> I am.
0: <laughs> too far, Dave, too far. Okay, sorry. Dave
2: and Mahoney. Speaking of Valentine's Day, what happened to your throat, man? I don't know. I maybe slept on it. Is that funny. what it is? Okay. You I br- slept on your throat
0: funny? <laughs> yeah,
2: just throat like right on a right on a judo chop hand. <laughs> he, he always does lead with throat. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Dave, Dave, Dave and, and Mahoney.
2: Yo, hey, Roger, I'd like to Hello. be your third husband. What are the next steps?
0: You wouldn't want that. I do really feel like... uh I'm pretty horrible. (laughs) I am currently married, and he's hanging on by a thread, man. All
1: right. This is Dave and Mahoney.
2: Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first, there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show? Was some bad news? You know, we don't hear a lot about badgers and a, what a menace badgers can be. Uh-huh. Like, we hear about all sorts of animals getting into houses and, you know, creating all sorts of damage. But normally, it's like some moron deer that goes crashing through a window and rips things up and then takes off. Or in the case of the last story about a deer that we had... Crashed in, tore a bunch of stuff up, and then decided to spend the night. I mean, 15, 20 years ago, Dave, uh, you know, a uh, badger adjacent, uh, the Honey Badger, the honey became badger. Yeah. Uh, pretty well-known as being uh, a reckless son of a bitch. Uh, well-known enough where a football player actually named himself the Honey Badger. And old enough that he's—is he no longer? I don't think he's no longer playing. Uh, he was playing for the Chiefs last time I saw, or maybe he went back to the The Honey Saints. Badger thing was
0: 2008, 2009, so—
2: 2008, 2009 was when the honey badger was big.
0: On YouTube.
2: On on YouTube, that's when it blew up? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess that kind of checks out. Uh, But anyway, uh, this is not a honey badger. This is just a regular badger. This is over in the UK, so, you know, it had an accent. Uh, But it broke into a home in England... And it caused thousands of dollars worth of damage before being rescued. So the homeowner, her name is Charlotte Glazer. She found her kitchen ransacked and a hole burrowed in the pantry door. And she discovered the badger hiding in a wastebasket that had been tipped over. Uh, the police were unable to assist, so she had to call pet vets. Like, she called the cops. And they are like, hey, there's some wild animal in my house that's caused thousands of dollars worth of damage. And you're they're like, like, yeah, we don't know what to do. Yeah, sorry. Good luck with that lady. <laughs> <laughs> but what was wild is that, again, you know, uh, this badger got into her house and was ripping things up. It was ripping the electrical outlets out of the wall. Which oh, that's she- oh, no. Right?
0: Okay. You're yeah. looking for copper
2: wires? Sealing the copper, yeah. Oh, my yeah, God.
0: Sure. Yeah, that Yeah, that is a... Meth heads trained Badger to search in homes for copper wiring. Do
2: you think that it looked at the outlet and thought that, like, the outlet was making a face at it, and so it decided to rip it out, but then when it got shocked by the outlet, it's like, oh, they're Oh, on. Now, it's on. Now, now it's on. Now it's on, bitch. Now it's on, bitch. We're going to mess around here. We're mm-hmm. going to find out. That's right. Uh By the way, the Honey Badger, the football player, uh, Tyron Matthew. Uh, so when he got traded from Casey, I thought his career was over. Signed a thirty-three million dollar deal with the uh, New Orleans Saints He did get in his back hometown. Yeah, there you go. I yeah. mean, because he played for LSU. Yeah, and then yeah, New yeah. So we I thought that for- his
0: career was over because I stopped paying attention. Yeah, yeah. That's thirty-three
2: million dollars. So yeah, he's still doing okay. He's doing all right. Good As for him. Him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, speaking of good, here's some good news as well. Could nut allergies finally become a thing of the past?
0: So it's because the mold, I just found this out. The
2: mold is what causes the nut allergy? Yeah,
0: nuts <laughs> got mold for whatever reason. So oh, uh, Moldy-ass well. nuts. I know, I'm sitting here eating moldy nuts. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's how, uh, Audrey likes to start every morning by having a large sack of moldy nuts.
0: Best part of waking up mm-hmm. is moldy nuts in your cup.
2: That's right. <laughs> the, uh, the, the FDA has approved a new drug, which has been waited for for a long time, to help reduce severe allergic reactions to certain foods in adults and kids over the age of one, including uh, what happens when people have nuts and nut allergies. So this, again, has been Uh, Something that people have been waiting on for a long time, and especially with young kids, if they don't know that they have a nut allergy yet, and let's say they're in school or whatever it is, it can be a real big problem, and sometimes there's even accidental exposure. Which, do you
0: guys feel like the nut allergy just happened, like, overnight? Because I don't ever remember in school having to worry about whether or not I could bring peanut butter crackers. When we were in
2: school, that didn't exist. It did not exist. I also feel like there would just be, like, kids having seizures, and you'd be like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I just, never
0: even saw a kid having a seizure. Oh
2: yeah, no. Like, They're
0: just puking everywhere. Yeah, puking so everywhere. Much, so dust. much pink sawdust. Yeah. A,
2: a lot of pink sawdust. But
0: there, yeah, there's a few seizures. And the best like, news oh, about weird. all this does this
2: mean the return of the peanuts as the uh, item of choice that they give out on flights? They are better than the other little the, stale the, bag the, of Chex Mix. The worst. Really that's really where do they? Where does Southwest find that particular mix of? Horrible! Nothing in that thing is good. There's nothing in that bag that you look forward to nothing. eating. The no. Cheez-It knockoff is horrible. The pretzels are awful. Do you remember the, when the they onion had chips are garbage? The real Cheez-It knockoffs, they had the cheese nips. Those are actually, hey, don't, don't I'm you not so, don't I'm you do not. i solely saying. a cheese nip. I'm not. I'm just really surprised that in the year of our Lord, 2024, there's something called cheese nips. Cheese are, nips, which are still on the Very margin. cheesy. Cheesy nips. I love I love nips. the cheese nips. I think
0: I got some cheese nips. Uh, okay. That's if a- you were to go around the room right now and oh, flavor got- of cheese for your nipples, what would it be? Mine would probably be cheddar. Cheddar. Gravy, Like white cheddar. Gravy. You mean gravy, gravy nipples? Oh, yeah, nipples? Yeah, yeah, Gravy cheese nipples? <laughs>
2: gravy nipples, man. Like if I was breastfeeding over here, it would just be gravy coming if out. If you
0: were to have a child that would latch onto your nipple. <laughs> yes, it'd be gravy. It would just come out white gravy yep. at least? Yeah,
2: white gravy. Definitely okay. sausage gravy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> white sausage gravy? Oh, God. Ugh. So
2: anyway, the first and only FDA-approved medicine to release. <laughs> We don't care about a story
0: to, anymore, Dave. We're talking
1: about cheesy, cheesy gravy nipples. nipples over here. All right. It's the Dave and Mahoney, Mahoney show.
2: Have you guys heard this story about the New Yorker? I mean, so the New Yorker, very famous hotel in New York, and there's a man who is living in the New Yorker, and he managed to basically squat there and live there for 5 years. In the office building? No, like the the hotel. There's a, there's oh, I thought a, you're talking like the office of the magazine, the That's New Yorker. No, no, there's a, there's a like, hotel. That seems,
0: how do they miss that? I like, thought the same thing, Mahoney.
2: So, so there there's a hotel that is is the the New Yorker Hotel. Okay, and it's in Manhattan. And there was, I guess, a legal loophole where in 2019, this guy filed a fake deed on a city website, basically asserting that he owned the entire building. And this is after a judge had said. Basically, you were you able to live there for free. So he was staying in the hotel for five years without paying because he claimed residence and there was some legal loophole wow. in, in New York law that allowed him to do that. A judge agreed with him kind of unbelievably. And then this dude, his name is M- Mickey Barreto. I guess he uh, kind of a little nutty, uh, decided that in 2019 he was going to just say that he actually owned the whole building. So So now now the entire hotel is his, and he was trying to get other people that were staying at the hotel to pay him rent.
0: You say nutty. This guy saw an opportunity, unfortunately. Like, I'm not agreeing with this at all. This guy saw an opportunity that was a fault in the the system, a loophole that made it to where he was able to kind of, like, monopolize on this entire building and kind of, like, say that it was... His own thing. What a
2: bitch ass judge signing off on it.
0: What an idiot idiot judge. I mean,
2: but we've seen this a lot with squatters and people exploiting squatters' rights and you know, tenants' rights is how it was supposed to be, right? right? Where during the crash there was a whole bunch of people that were claiming houses were theirs that weren't and renting them out to unsuspecting families. I would like to hear a single
0: story where the squatters Rights actually went the way of people who needed it. Never.
2: Yeah, never. Yeah, Yeah, it was for for a while. There was a moment. The intentions were supposed to be good, right? Because there were so many houses that were going through foreclosure when the whole financial collapse happened back in 2008 and 2009 that there was these people going in neighborhoods and just scooping up all of these houses and saying, oh, we own all these houses and then renting them out to people. And... The banks were so backed up that it was taking them years to even catch up that there was these people claiming that they own these houses, but there was these families that would move into the houses, be paying their rent, and have no idea that the person claiming to own the house didn't actually own the house. And so like that's why a lot of that stuff was put into place initially, but of course- people are garbage and started yeah. taking advantage of it it's just wild to your point Mahoney that a judge would look at this critically as a judge should and make the judgment that yeah you can just live there rent free for five years Insane. and of course the guy ends up taking it too far and that's the thing that gets him caught good and uh you know like I hope the uh, actual owners of the hotel sue the hell out of him for sure this
1: is the Dave and Show. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling eight three three Yo Dummy. That's 833 963 869 They give you ice chips and pieces of ice cubes after surgery so you don't gulp down a bunch of water, regurgitate that shit,
0: and drown. Message deleted. But what if I want to puke post surge?
2: Also, I'll take my chances. I'm thirsty, man. Yeah, man. Like, don't, you don't have to regulate my water intake. I've been doing that my whole life. I'm, I, like, I I'm, know I'm how familiar. to sip. I don't know, man. <laughs> I've had a couple moments in my life where I thought I was going to drown just drinking, like,
0: water. Well, that's actually facts because I almost drowned yesterday on spit. So, yeah. like, I was like, what? I'm going to choke right now It goes
2: down the wrong tube. You've never had that happen, Dave? Guys, we are a weak society. I think that we just need to, you know, figure out how to swallow things and not drown while just taking a sip of water. There's just Get a lot of here. things we don't yeah. consider. And I think that we're uh, just, uh, we're out here living dangerously. You know, this man's just trying to help. I'm just saying, man. I'm in the hospital. I'm all geeked out on morphine. I'm thirsty. <laughs> you best give me some water. <laughs> I may <mean>, not <laughs> like sucking on them ice shards.
0: Shards. Oh, well,
2: call me an ice shard. There's nothing
0: that sounds better than. Why would you want to call yourself an ice shard? First of all, <laughs> secondly, um, there's nothing that sounds worse to suck on than a shard.
2: Oh, I'll tell you. When I when I when I was in the <laughs> hospital for ten days, and I didn't couldn't drink or eat anything. Like those things were the only thing that like kept me going. Mm. So, the shards. So you, you developed a bit of a relationship with the shards. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we know each other.
0: It's just Mah- Mahoney and the shards. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, real quick uh,
2: comment on the uh, Tesla Cybertruck. It will rust after, like, uh, three or four days or whatever, after a rain. But uh, you're going to have to uh, sand down the
1: vehicle. It doesn't rust through. It's a surface rust. Message deleted. Yeah, man, but, like,
2: um, the the whole story is that, like, people have these Cybertrucks and— after a couple of days they're developing rust, I don't want to have to sand down my car. That seems like right. a lot of work. I'll tell you this though. I almost Especially put one that looks like a refrigerator. I almost put down a deposit when they announced the Cybertruck. What was it like six, seven years ago? Yeah. I like the design. I know a lot of people think that it's they're stupid me. looking. It's it looks stupid. Is it reminds even- me of a DeLorean. And so I have, like, a nostalgia for that. It looks like a dumber version of a DeLorean. Like, if a DeLorean had sex with a stainless steel refrigerator, that would be its baby. I mean, why are you hating on who the DeLorean is in love with, Dave? You know, love is love. Just saying, you look like a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. You know, William Perry needs uh, loving, too. I could imagine you just pulling up in your Cybertruck. That looks like a refrigerator. And you're like, oh, what a surprise. A delicious snack getting out of the fridge. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: <laughs> Which fridges do you look at where you think that looks like a fridge?
2: I mean, like the monogram, like more yeah, sub zeros. It's a big, the big stainless ones. steel, like the dual doors, you know, like those Wolf refrigerators. No. That's the sub zero. Wolf's the range, dude. No, no. Wolf doesn't make. I fridges? mean, they do, but they're oh. called the sub zero. Oh. Excuse, Excuse me. The wolf is just the ring. You know, you and my wife would love Listen, this conversation. Listen, I was
0: just about to ask: At what point of adulthood do I start knowing fridge names? Forty-two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got
2: yeah. You,
0: gotcha. It's, gotcha. 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 There's gotcha,
2: gotcha. <laughs> home appliances and looking at homes on like Realtor and Zillow yeah. is just like porn. Okay, yeah, so like, I'm like
0: baby adult because yeah. like I'm like just now starting to like do the whole Zillow thing, like going into a neighborhood and being like, "Wow, these houses are nice. Let me look it up." But uh the appliances—that's a whole new level of adult I didn't know existed. Yeah. Where that, you know them by name, name drop them.
2: That actually, <laughs> when you start debating which high-end stainless steel refrigerator is the best, uh, you know that you've reached a newly. <laughs> uh, ah. But you know it's a nice house, like a real nice house. If they've got like a twenty thousand dollar fridge in there, yeah, you're like, oh yeah.
0: Did you ever expect this version of yourself?
2: No. No, no, I'm so lame. I I don't think you're lame at all. I don't find this to be a lame thing. uh, It's just funny
0: thinking about you guys once upon a time, like, frequenting, like, you know, uh, interviewing porn stars. Drinking 40 ounces (laughs) on Christmas in a
2: strip club parking lot. With our friend Nasty Nate, like and that's let me tell where you we are. No, and the now, Wolf are more stainless steel ranges. So I met one of the things that I'm slightly <laughs> not upset about, but like disappointed. I want to get a Sub Zero, uh-huh. uh huh. But the builder doesn't offer that in my house, so I'm going with the GE Monogram built-in, and that's the thing I am the most excited about with this whole new house. Is it's a new big fridge? fridge? It's a big fridge. It's a yeah, big yeah. fridge. Like that's like that's my that is my midlife crisis. It's not a Corvette. A big fridge.
0: That's on par for you, though. I like yeah. that. That's on brand.
2: You get a lot more use out of a big fridge than a Corvette. You don't lose as much uh, depreciation. It actually adds to the house value. It does, yeah. Excellent investment. Oh, my God, another part.
0: Another layer of elder.
2: (laughs) This is really going to enhance my 401K since I've already maxed out my Roth contributions for the year. Please leave a message after the tone. What is that? Audrey was talking about her friends getting married. I would definitely bring something to the engagement party. Uh, I don't know. Something would be nice. Uh, Champagne
0: flute. There's so many things, but have fun. Message deleted. (laughs) Thank you. I ended up going with a, <laughs> a candle. It's a pretty good gift. It looks like a candle. You get a lot of you get a lot of use out of a and candle. And it was like a sixty dollar candle from William like like Sonoma. And also,
2: what the, the hell do you mean this candle is sixty dollars? Oh yeah, dude. Like dude you're that thing is, I, I
0: actually could have huffed that. Like I could have. Put that down into liquid form and put it into my veins. That thing smelled so Dave, good. I mean, would
2: catch Audrey in the bathroom main lining. Dude, I, candles, I was huffing it.
0: Like, I've
2: doing? been to your house, Dave. You have sixty plus dollar candles at your house. My wife From, is paying sixty dollars for those. Probably things? not. She's, prob- she's probably uh, getting them at like Anthropology, the Anthropology outlet.
0: Oh, wait, they got but candles you- there. Yeah, man, the the Anthropology candles are. Amazing. I I know about, listen, I know about me some anthropology, The candles. I did not know. I'm stuttering because I am so excited to get over there to the outlet now. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? There's discounts on candles? Oh my God. That's what, that's womanhood is finding out (laughs) that you can go to anthropology and get a discount on a candle.
1: Major day. You're welcome. Thank you, man. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show.
2: So Audrey it's interesting how you perceive me because my wife posted something yesterday and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this. And I'm like, you're gonna make me talk about this, aren't
0: you? I force I'm forcing you to. What two. did I miss? I didn't see what your wife posted. So Brittany, his wife, posted the sweetest. And I'm Dave. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, out myself here. I did here. see it,
2: but I didn't read it. Oh,
0: I I screenshotted and I zoomed in. Did you really? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did, yeah. and I read it and I cried. Oh, see, Dave's
2: <laughs> a sweetie though. That's the thing, man. Like yeah, he's a he's such a love drunk. You know, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Like guy who loves love with his wife I and love, kids love, guys. but he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't show
1: that
0: to us no that's what i'm saying so you always tease me because i am like a hopeless romantic i love like all of that stuff i love sweet i love gushy i love like Seeing especially like men who are like that. Oh my God. My husband literally texted me the other day, digital kiss, and I was like, ah,
2: and she told us I'm like.
0: (laughs) But I love seeing men like that, especially men who are perceived, you know, on the exterior as like, you would say that you're like hardworking and like tough on the exterior, but like you're gushy. You're actually gushy, and I love that. So your wife posted a Instagram story yesterday where she's turning 40 and she posted this gift and this sweet message. I don't know if you're going to read it because it's kind of personal, but she posted it nonetheless.
2: Yeah, she she posted it. And basically in a nutshell is, you know, yesterday was 40 days from her turning 40 years old. So her birthday is at the end of March. And I was thinking about like how, how could I do something special for her leading up to that? Because when we got engaged, we like the week leading up to it, I would like leave her little notes and little clues And it's something that I do with my kids as well. Like sometimes we'll do little scavenger hunts and they just love that sort of thing. And, you know, for my wife, you know, leading up to us getting engaged all those years ago, it was the same sort of thing. And obviously she knew that it was coming, but there was like little hints about like the the, the ring that we had picked out and stuff like that leading up to us getting engaged. So it wasn't like a total surprise or anything like that. But I was thinking, okay, like, you know, she's turning 40 years old. You know, we've got four beautiful kids and she works so hard. Like, what can I do outside of, you know, we have a trip plan. And all that stuff, but you know, it's just a trip. You know, like Mm -hmm. what can I do that will really make it special? And so I came up with this forty for forty thing. And so
0: you came up with that,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm sure somebody else watching ESPN's thirty for thirty. I was, I was, was, and I was like, man, (laughs) so Michael Jordan's so great.
0: You know what's so funny, (laughs) Dave, is that I was I was literally weeping on the couch, like talking to my husband about this yesterday. I was like, look at this, look how sweet this is that Dave did. And, And the first thing my husband was like. Where did he come up with that idea? Or, like, where did he see that? Because that is so good. Like, both of us were thinking. Like, you had to... Your Her sister or her mother helped you with the idea? Because it's no. so good.
2: So, I reached out to her sister and to her mom and to, like, the people that are closest to her, her best friends. Basically, all the the maids of honor that were in the wedding and stuff like that. People that she really I'm loves. you know
0: 40 people.
2: And it's not 40 people. Oh. So, basically, I asked everyone to send me a couple of little gifts that remind, you know a little something that reminds them of, of her. And, and so th- for the next 40 days, she'll get a little gift from, you know, whether it's her sister or from me or from one of the kids. And so, like, yesterday for day one, our oldest, Sienna, was so excited to get her some new Ugg slippers to wear around the house, you know, Aww. stuff like that. Uh, and then there's, like, I don't want to give anything away, but I'm sure she's not listening, whatever. Yeah, like little candles and trinkets. Things that remind. Yeah.
0: So, and that's so sweet, too, because, like, There's things that Sienna, your oldest, like the Ugg slippers, they're like comfortable, you know, warm with candles, like certain things like that have such a better meaning and deeper meaning than just here's a candle. You know what I mean? That's such a good idea, Dave. I'm so impressed with you. I
2: hate you. What are, you, what are you doing? <laughs> Wait, well, well, who are you? Tra- who, who? Audrey was texting me yesterday. She's like, "Oh my god, we have to talk about this." I'm like, "Do we?" Yes. Uh, but I just want, I just want to put it on record that this only happens once a decade. Don't bring me this 45 crap. We're not doing any of that stuff. Maybe 50 will do something nice. But Dave's it's, about to have
0: another kid, no, is what I'm hearing. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dave's
1: about to have another kid. Uh, if I have another kid, I'm taking all this stuff back, man. I don't need a fifth kid. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Americans that are nuttier than a payday. I got me a dog. It's, it's the Redneck, Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney.
2: So I don't know if you guys ever get the sense, like, you need to be the law. You need to enforce uh, a rule when somebody is not paying attention to it. Well, one fella, 39 years old, uh, from the villages, uh, maybe it had a little bit too much to drink. He was 39 years old. He was at a Wawa in Lady Lake, and he decided that he saw a vehicle parked in a handicapped spot outside of the Wawa, and it did not have a decal, and so he was going to go in and do something about it. Okay. And so he stormed in and started looking for the vehicle's owner and, I guess, started disrupting business and threatening a fight. Well, the people that owned the business were like, hey, man, like, can you just chill out? Like, we don't need you in here, like, trying to solve the crime and, like, you know, make a citizen's arrest or anything like that. So they called the cops. And he was when the cops arrived standing behind this vehicle, preventing it from leaving. Mm-hmm. So like, he's like, no, man, you're, like, you're going to jail for this. Turns out he was the one that was loaded, and he was the one that had also driven himself there. So he was the one that started to get in trouble, and he didn't like the fact that he was starting to get in trouble from the police officers that showed up because he was causing the scene. And so he called 911 on the police officers that to report. That usually works out. He worked out that's a, that's a bold move, Cotton. Uh, arrested him. He did, uh, did post-bail, but yeah. He do did, we know he if the people parking in the handicapped spot got fined? I don't believe so, because I think that they were actually handicapped. Oh. Yeah. yeah and they just did, didn't, you, have didn't have, have the placard, handicap. because, yeah. you know, life happens sometimes, bro. So, I guess it's not okay to love anymore. Anthony Lance Lewis, 33 years old, was just trying to do something really sweet for his girlfriend for Valentine's Day. He... Stole a couple of crane statues from a woman's front lawn and gifted them to his girlfriend for Valentine's Day, and this poor fella got in trouble for it. He's just trying to express
0: himself. Cranes, huh? Are yeah. we sure they were cranes? Yeah, they, they, Not they, they, like swans? Or, well, no, they were cranes. I think... I mean,
2: cranes are pretty distinctive. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could mistake a crane for a flamingo. Uh, perhaps. From a distance if it's a poorly crafted statue, but these sound like finely crafted statues. Well, but one
0: of the sweetest things about cranes, and I think that this is why this story is so romantic and sweet and thoughtful, cranes mm-hmm. do mate for life. Oh,
2: that is, that is nice. Um... You this, don't care. You well, could not
0: dismiss that moment more. Uh, what what well, were you about to say? I see cranes does. throw babies
2: out of their nest, though. Too
0: well, they said, "F them kids." They didn't say anything <laughs> else. They're like, "Look, i have been trying to love this woman for the rest of my life, and here come these dumb kids ruining it all." Yeah. <laughs> no, and uh, this uh, this this case
2: does get a little more a um, little more messy though. So I guess he delivered these cranes. To his girlfriend uh, by riding them over on his bike. So, if you can just imagine Hell that yeah. scene where he's carrying. Dude, why can, Why do meth heads <laughs> on bikes have the best balance? Such good balance. I mean, man. It's, it's like, seriously, anything. that's a Cirque de Soleil level of balance. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and as it turns out, it was uh, it was not his current girlfriend, it was his ex girlfriend oh. that he was trying to win back with the stolen craze. Exactly, so.
0: made for life. Couldn't forget her.
1: <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh, my God, with these people shut Dave up. Dave and Mahoney. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So
2: I don't know if this is good news or bad news for men, Mahoney, but a new study supported by the National Institute of Health found that women who exercise regular have a much lower risk of premature death. Or fatal cardiovascular events compared to men who work out for the same duration. So my <laughs> wife's going to live forever. So your and wife gonna, is and I'm gonna, and I'm dead. Yeah. So I'm I mean, I'm literally just the Walking Dead right now. The reason why I say this could be good news for us is because there's no point. Yeah. 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 Man, what are we doing? Oh yeah, my yeah. God. Just, just don't Attractiveness.
0: Don't even but you know what? It's, it's, you know what? We got good personalities, though. Though.
2: Audrey. That's what we lean into. That's fair.
0: I was just going to say. There's something about belly. I like a little little. I like poking a belly button every little once in a bu- while. little
2: pudge. Hey, no, <laughs> so, nobody, like, nobody wants a uh, six-pack. It's hard. You don't want to cuddle with a six-pack. I yeah. mean, like, I like both. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> I, like, be-
0: I like a swinger. You know what a, I mean? If yeah, you swing, if the pendulum swing. Yeah, it's like, it, you like to eat as well. If we're being real. <laughs>
2: like, I've got a couple of friends that are in really good shape, and I'd say they're, they're, their marketability is pretty good. Pretty good. I, I don't know if all women don't like a six-pack. No, I'm just going to be tall and funny. Okay. And that also works. Be that, fine. The study analyzed a lot of people, four hundred thousand adults in the U.S. age 27 to 61 over two decades, and they found that regularly exercising women had a 24% lower risk of death uh, from any cause and a 36% reduced risk of fatal cardiovascular events, while men had just a 15% lower risk of death and 14%... For cardiovascular events, from working out, like cool, women have like a forty percent chance less chance of having a heart attack where dudes are fourteen. So basically, like if our heart's going to explode, it's just going, it's just going to happen. Yeah,
0: but I don't like this because you're complaining and you guys lose weight. So oh, much faster see, than women.
2: I feel like that is also just not it's true.
0: It's your testosterone. Because,
2: like, I, you know, like, when I'm doing, like, dry January and I'm working out every day, like, I'm not losing any weight. You are, though. And then I see you, like, you'll be going a little fitness journey, and, like, two weeks in, you're in perfect shape.
0: But it's because I'm sucking in, man. Is that what is? It- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sucking in so hard. I literally have not breathed that entire selfie. And I've taken 45. <laughs> Like, don't don't let me fool you. I am just like every other faker, okay. and I'm faking the fun card on this. So, so
2: maybe the answer actually okay. is just Spanx after all. Although, yeah. yeah. Mahoney, you did have that bad experience with Spanx where we basically had to cut you out with the jaws of lot. Dave, it wasn't Spanx. It was a power fit shirt. <laughs> That's the same thing, man. It was just power a power fit. It was a, it was a bootleg Spanx because Spanx, I don't know if you've priced them out, very expensive, They're very expensive. But slimming. But slimming. And yeah, Mahoney's power fit shirt. Dude, uh, that, that one fateful night when you got drunk and you this, were getting too hot in your whatever that was sweater that you were wearing yeah. to the bar and you took it off just wearing your power fit shirt around it's, oh, it man. smooths things out let me ask you this has your algorithm decided how fat you are yet uh, I'm getting a lot of marketing for like hey this, these shirts fit on your biceps but then they're loose in the belly I'm like alright so okay. I get the I, I've been getting those for a long time yeah. are you a bigger guy <laughs> this is one for my big boys out there uh, and then they, they but I I recently got a Spanx knockoff, and I was like, this is a step too far. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. Algorithm. I'll buy. Wait,
0: hold, well, Real quick, I've yeah. never heard of maternity shirts for men before. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a real they thing. They have, like, stretchy uh, midsection shirts for men where it's, like, tight around your upper. Yes. So, it, and it
2: pulls in your belly. It basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it holds. So if you're wearing a dress shirt, it's smooth and not, yeah. like, uh, wrinkly or whatever. Interesting, But they have T-shirts as well where it's like it makes your biceps look, look, look ripped, but then it's loose in the midsection because you're fat.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, yeah.
2: And so I ordered 12 of them. I was going to say, can great. you give me the
0: link? Yeah, yeah. I need them for myself.
1: You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave.
0: Well, Audrey, sounds like you're married to a bald-headed man that's a clean freak. And if you get a bigger house, you just got more to clean, so he's
1: just going to wear you out. Sounds like you're married to Howie Mandel. Message deleted.
2: Mm. He's got a good-shaped head, so there's that.
0: Okay. That's
2: That's a pretty important thing.
0: Also, I find this take to be odd because are you not a clean freak? I grew up in a house where my stepdad was in the military and my mother also is very clean. I am a very clean person. I do not like it. Like if I passed by a piece of fuzz on the ground and I did not pick it up as a kid, I would get told, hey, why did you walk past that piece of fuzz that's on the ground? Pick it up. You saw it. I know you did. It's funny. I do that same thing
2: with my kids and then they just keep walking.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I I definitely kept walking too. What do you mean at age eight, I'm going to like look at something that I didn't put on the ground and like take responsibility for it? I'm eight. But at 32... Yeah, I don't. I don't want to live in filth, and I chose a partner who also does not want to live in filth.
2: Who wants to live in filth? I will tell you, the worst part of being an adult is cleaning. But also, like coming home to a clean house is like you are it, such a hypocrite. Yesterday, you told us that you hadn't washed your sheets in like seven months. Well, but I mean, it's not messy. <laughs> it wasn't dirty. Oh. There's a difference, man. Like it's like I'm. I also subscribe because my wife is like you, Audrey. Cleans a lot. She likes a very clean house. My job, the way I live my life, I've been in my house for, like, almost a year now. And I haven't done tons of cleaning, but I also haven't got it dirty. Mm. So, my, I, I do my cleaning by not getting it dirty. I see. That is how I do it. But, like, growing up, literally, like, I did, I just thought houses were clean. Because my mom just, it was all, like, everybody in my family was like, it was always clean and perfect Every time. And you're like, as an adult, you're like, oh, I got to do that myself. That's Ew, a lot of work. Ew, it's the
0: worst part of being an adult. Yeah,
2: so. for real. What do you mean the laundry never stops? Please leave after
1: the town. I really feel you in a different way because my husband and I, we rescued a puppy. And, you know, I keep telling my husband, he's going to be a great dog. You just got to give him time. But, <laughs> you know, those new shoes, I chewed the shit out of that. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna be a great dog in a year. Message deleted.
0: It's so interesting because I haven't had kittens or cats since I was living with my family, like living at home. Mm-hmm. I left home at seventeen, yeah. so spend some time. Thirty two now. I don't know how to discipline a cat. I'm not sure that that exists because whenever you you're like if you like swat them or whatever to get them to stop doing something. Cat swat, back. Like, that's how they play. And that's that's why ah. you, I,
2: I am a bit of an expert in this area. Uh, you have to level it up. Taser.
0: Okay, just yep. tase my kittens. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, ah. I think that that's a good, you gotta good thing. You got to get with both barbs, Does a squirt bottle work? So I just got a squirt bottle. No, <laughs> I'm not joking. Squirt, squirt bottles
2: seem so mean.
0: It does, but that's what you're supposed to do. Also tri-
2: I've also tried that on my kids. Works great. Just
0: Yes. <laughs> I think that that, I mean, I would be too stunned to speak if someone squirted water in my face. It is
2: startling. It really is. You're (laughs) just like, "Ah, what are you doing, man? (laughs) Anybody gets your attention. I think that's why it works. (laughs) Sorry, kid. Please leave a message after the tone.
1: Yeah, this is for Chris, actually, and Dave, too, if he was telling the truth. The song is nice in white satin, not nice in black satin. Change your seat, man. Men. Message deleted.
2: I mean, Chris revealed yesterday, and I think that was a pretty big revelation about just his personality as a whole, that he has got black satin sheets. It's not a compliment. Don't say oh, thank okay. you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking more about this, because you guys gave me such a hard time about it. That, it's like,
2: alarming. I man. have
1: um, backup black satin sheets, <gasps> oh, because I'm like <laughs> I actually wash my sheets every week, like not once every six my months. My wife
2: normally does
1: it, but we're
2: living apart right now. Uh, so. But I also have
1: uh, black cotton sheets, too, should it be... A chilly night, or someone requests that. Chris,
2: I mean, I don't, I don't want to get too personal here, but. Uh you're a single man, and it seems as if...
0: You could have not picked a worse color.
2: Right. <laughs> like, that
0: is like I could... It, it also, we're white people. What? Have you ever taken off a pair of black jeans and just looked at your skin that's on the back of your jeans? Like, you probably have so much just white, dead skin on no, your jeans. I'm sheets. not
1: rashy like you guys, so everything is fine. Skin
0: just falls <laughs> off, man. We're just human but beings. See, this is what Dust you don't understand.
1: Is- if it's a cotton sheet, it's just going to, like, blend in with satin. It just wipes right off. Ew. Ew! You say a
0: brushing <laughs> <laughs> food. Bro, I need, I need you to understand the importance of this, coming from a woman. You have got to change the color. You can't, of your you have yeah, to. You can't bring a chick back. Have you
1: brought a chick back to your place with black satin sheets? Many, many times. I've been rocking They're- these sheets for like the last 20 years because I love and them. And didn't you just tell us that you've never been able to tell a girl that
2: you love her in 20 years? No, but I love them sheets. No. <laughs> I think we may have
1: found the problem. Hi, I'm not going to allow this. I will not allow you, you guys to do this to me. No. You have to, dude, dude
0: because there dude. is nothing that screams. F-boy more than black sheets.
1: I've never denied that I'm not one of those. You, <laughs> no. can't, be,
0: you, dude, you can't be in your 40s and be, be one of those yeah, guys. You yeah, you
1: keep living you, you live the dream, brother. You I'm
0: enjoy listening. cooking? <laughs> like you, you have all of the you things that are like... You got a good job? You, exactly. You know how to cook. You Jay, clean. You got a good job. Too, but, being, but then you take her into the bedroom and she sees the black sheets and she goes, all of that other stuff was just smoke and mirrors yeah, and man, this is the real version of you you're telling me if they were white it
1: would be fine. Yes. Y- yes, and that is racist.
0: <laughs> you can't call a sheet racist. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the sheets do have a bit of a history. And this yeah. is the Dave and
1: Mahoney Show.
2: So, Mahoney, you and I are avid sports bettors, and we have been for a long time. And there's one thing that we've learned over the years is that the really multi-leg parlays are very, very, very hard to hit. Uh, Yeah, Dave, I uh, I like to fire on those every weekend. And anything over, like starts to get real wonky even if it's all like on a, a ufc card or something yep. like that where you're like "I you things know, pretty, happen it's pretty, sports yep it's there something can go off the rails even the biggest favorites out there on any given weekend can lose because there's a lot of parody in all these leagues and like you said things happen people mm-hmm. get hurt some people just have hot games and cold games and everything in between but this is a story about a man named des bryant you probably recognize that name because he was a star receiver well, the for Cowboys. the Dallas Cowboys for many years. Uh, he uh, he had a 13-leg college basketball parlay over the weekend.
0: How did that go for him? Went pretty
2: well, as a matter of fact. No
0: way. He wagered
2: kind of an odd amount. I don't know if this is like the last chunk of money that was in his account or whatever, but $767.68. That's a lot of money Man. on a 13-leg parlay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, even for a guy who's in the NFL who has millions, millions of dollars and all that That's still like yeah. I mean, I mean maybe that's like him putting $2 on uh, a thirteen or fourteen leg parlay, like for us, it, it's, but
0: like still thirteen, you have to assume you're not going to win.
2: Yeah, you have to assume that you're just throwing that money away. And I mean, again, Des Bryant's got a lot of money, or at least he made a lot of money. I don't know if he still has a lot of money. Yeah, bet if you're like gambling this. like this, yeah. I mean, like almost eight hundred dollars on a thirteen leg parlay. That's uh, that that that'll I catch up. I can't believe with it you. didn't pay out more. than. well, so this is so it got down to the last leg, and UNLV was playing UNR, which was the last leg of this thirteen leg parlay that had gone on his way, and he had a cash-out option of $79,448, and he's like, nah, let it ride. And it still hit over $400,000. Wow. I mean, but Dave, a 13-leg parlay at 700 dollars only pays out 400000 I mean... <laughs> I mean, you're betting favorites heavy in that. But so there's, still, a, there's a lot of favorites in that. To your but point, still. But the the one that really was pretty unbelievable is that he he'd gotten he'd ran it up to them, giving him a cash out option of eighty thousand dollars on an eight hundred dollar bet, and he's like, no risk, no reward. And UNR ended up having a pretty dramatic comeback in that game yeah. as the underdog to beat UNLV, and because of that collapse from UNLV and UNR getting the win, it hits over four hundred thousand dollars. And he's like, boom, told you.
0: Wow. <laughs>
2: Which, yeah. Good for him. Good for you. I mean, that's that's how it goes in gambling. Everyone posts the wins, you don't post the losses. How many, how many 13-leg parlays has he lost?
1: Yeah, no. Uh, kidding. Every other one. Yes. Literally every other one. This is the Dave and, and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney.
2: Chalk up another L for Zachary Ty Bryan. He is the former star, one of the stars of Home Improvement from back in the day. He was the oldest oldest son, son, Brad, on the show. And boy, has he been through it. He got arrested again over the course of the weekend. Felony DUI charge. And the reason why this is getting so much attention is because it was one of those cop cars that had the camera in the back that was recording the entire thing. Ah, fun. And he was going on and on about how, you know, he shouldn't have been arrested. It was really messed up how things happened and you know the only reason why his uh, you know his girl is so mad at him is because she really wants him and she can't have him and so that that's the reason that she's She's, you know, outing him for all of this stuff. And you're like, you just got busted for felony DUI. What does that have to do with...
0: Well, he's I mean, clearly he's, he's, he's mentally He's had
2: several run-ins with the law over the years. Uh, over, the, like, the past five years, there's been so many, you know, but, domestic yeah, violence-related violence stuff. stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's just a dirtbag. garbage. And, I mean, like, uh, you, you see the video of him and, like, his hat's on crooked and, like, right. he just looks like such a mess. And you're like, what happened to you, man? Well,
0: I mean, it's... He was a kid. So, I mean, like, you could only assume how... I don't want to use the word normal because what is normal? But you could only assume, like, a person and the way that they're going to live the rest of their lives off of an 11-year-old who was yeah. famous on a TV show. You know, like, yeah. the fact that he turned this way and, you know, cannot handle rejection and the rejection that he's getting, he's turning it to domestic violence and drinking is... He doesn't... I mean... He, he you should go to jail and think, stay there for a while. You think
2: about how many child stars that are just... I mean, it's not anything that's new and it's not changing... It's since the dawn of entertainment. If you were a child star, the chances of you being messed up are incredibly high. Messes with your psyche big time. Yeah, I mean cuz everyone's catering to you, telling you how great you are and it gives you this warped sense of reality. The world just isn't like that. Mm-hmm. Except for when they want something from you and then yep. they stop wanting it and next thing you know, oh, you you don't know how to deal with that. You do that. Pine for the attention.
0: Pine for attention. but At the same time, attention.
2: there's no excuse for oh. what he is doing. And um so yeah, another one for him, another L and boy, it's just disappointing to see.
0: License revoked. Definitely needs to like a like have somebody like checking him up, like well, and making sure that it, that girl is okay.
2: And all sorts of uh, violations of his probation as well so he'll probably end up back in jail for probably an extended period of time um audiences really like the new bob marley movie is number one at the box office over the weekend and, it was, and i saw that and i was like okay well let's see what the uh what old rotten tomatoes has to say and the critics hate it and the audiences love it which makes me think it's that it's probably a good movie yeah the audience is probably right 93 percent fresh according to the Who audience the critics i know you know and can you imagine like is is that like a an oppressive thing like you're out at a bar and some girl asks you what you do for a living you're like, I critique other people's work. Yeah. You know, the thing, the thing, because, you know, here's something. I love cinema. I love movies. Uh, You know, it's one of the things that I've always been like very, very interested in over the years. But like, you're supposed, like the people who are watching these movies should be appreciating them. And yes, I get that there's some like bad movies out there but when there's such a big difference between what the audience likes and what the critics likes that just shows that the people who are the critics are out of touch with what normal people are thinking i can see like there's plenty of movies like Madam Webb which Bob Marley beat this weekend and that's a complete disaster another complete like disaster for Sony having another Spider-Man uh offshoot just completely fail that was 13% fresh from the critics and 56% fresh from the uh, from the audience. And when you're at 56 from the audience, you know it's bad when it's a superhero movie.
0: Well, and yeah. also Dakota Fanning, who is the lead actress in that, said that she's not watching that movie for her mental health. Oh, that seems good. <laughs> she's like, I am never going to rewatch this movie for my own mental sanity. I'm like, oh, God. So that's, like you said, Mahoney, that's whenever you can look at those ratings and go, that matches up.
2: Yep. And finally, it uh, made TMZ this week. Their uh, the NFL player, he plays for the Jets. His name is Brees Hall. Uh, total stud running back. You know, had just had a great couple of seasons. Uh, but there was video that surfaced of him at the airport after he landed back in New Jersey. I think it was after all of the Super Bowl activities. And he was at the airport, and he was just waiting for some luggage. And some guy approached him and was basically demanding an autograph, and he was, like, telling him, like, hey, be a man, sign this for me, and insinuating he was going to slap him. And he had some friends that were with him that stepped in and kind of diffused the whole situation. Okay. But I hate the people that bum-rush celebrities, and they act like these celebrities or sports stars or whatever they are owe them something. Right. Like, that person doesn't owe you anything. Everything that I've seen of Brees Hall, he's always been a very – affable guy sure. like, you know very nice to fans and all that stuff but we know what's happening like you're you're waiting at the airport because you, you know that there's going to be celebrities that are there. And then you're going to sell these. You're not a fan. Not there's a, fan. a difference between a fan and you're, a guy who's trying to make a profit. And the guys who are out here selling you my autograph so yeah. that way you can sell this stuff to someone who actually is a fan. Yep. And I don't get any piece of that. Like, right. no, man. And so yep. the fact that he wasn't like, oh, yeah, let me do this for you. And then the guy threatens to slap him. Good <gasps> on Brees Hall for standing his ground.
0: Ew. Yeah. What a schmuck. No kidding. Nobody uses that word like they should. You Schmuck. schmuck.
1: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, my old road dog, you've been going through it. The
2: last few days, you've been sick. Mm-hmm. And even just right now, right before we crack the microphones, you're still coughing. You're trying to get through it. You're powering through which I appreciate. Yeah, I mean, I feel better. It's just I've got this cough now, and i got a little bit of a headache, but I mm-hmm. think that's, uh, you know, I think lack of sleep, maybe. Could be it. Um, but then yesterday, what happened? You hurt yourself? So... I think we've all hurt ourselves in stupid ways over the years and I mean the one that always aggravates me the most is when you're sleeping and you wake up and your shoulder feels like it's been separated yeah. and you you're like <laughs> yeah. what how did I how did I separate my shoulder in my sleep there is something about injuring yourself while sleeping which really makes you feel your age you're like what do you mean that my I was doing hurts. nothing I thought and I woke up injured
0: I my my that- too soft pillow was too soft. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like, know that- our
0: ancestors literally, like, slept on rocks in caves. And I'm like, ouchie, my bed.
2: Yeah, we have a... Uh, <laughs> that, I mean, when you're... In, you never really appreciate it, right? Until you get older. But, you know, you go out in your 20s and just... Abuse your body For 17 straight hours Drinking you'd Pass and out s- on the floor Yeah w- On a couch Like half hanging off of And yeah. you'd spring up The next morning Just ready to go I don't know about springing fine. up Yeah well <laughs> Compared to now Where you just You know You go to bed After having your sleepy time tea At 8 o'clock And you wake up You're like Grr!
0: I feel hungover <laughs> And I don't drink
2: Dude, that is the worst. Yeah, right?
0: Like, what? Are, thing what do you mean? Ever. Like, it actually has made me. I've had this thought. This is why I'm so toxic, and I know I am. Where I'm like, if I'm gonna feel like I'm, hung, I'm hungover, might as well, just, might as well just drink. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I wake up with a uh, mild headache. Anyways, so dumb.
2: So I may have found something that even surpasses the sleep injury on the level of just stupidity. Um, as you know, I'm going through my, my weight loss journey mm-hmm. right now. I'm Just on started. day five, oh. and so we're you know things are moving forward, feeling actually pretty good. Like eating clean, doing the things that I need to do. Mm-hmm. So part of this weight loss journey is that I have to weigh myself every day. One of the things I did not have in my house currently is a scale, mm. so I order a new scale, uh, comes to the house, and it's like one of these like fancy ones that does your like body mass. Because yeah. you know me, when I buy something, it has, has to be the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And so I do all my research, find this, you know, awesome scale. But I look at it and it's like, it's kind of complicated to set up. Mm-hmm. It's glass and it's got these like little foot things on it. And the house I'm renting right now is all tile. Yeah. And so I'm like, I put the thing down on there and don't think about it. I'm like, i weigh myself the next day in the morning. I get on it. And I'm not really thinking because I haven't weighed myself in a long time. I'm wearing socks. And so I stand on the scale for the first time, and it's got these little booty things. Did you fall off the scale? Not only did I fall off the scale, I fell off, twisted my shoulder, Ah. and then fell, because this was in the kitchen. Hold on. Were, you, were you, like, stripped down to just your undies? Yes.
0: <laughs> of course, man, because you're not, you're not wearing
2: yourself in jeans. Jeans weigh, like, 38 pounds.
0: What did the socks have to do with this? Were you just, like, cartoon, wang, 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 on the, <laughs> the
2: scale? No, no traction. So, glass plus sh- socks. Okay. Um, I, plus I, on I, tile. I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but you're not supposed to wear your socks. On those scales, because the whole thing is that it's measuring. I didn't know. This is the first time okay. I stepped on it. <laughs> right. This is the first time, yeah. and but, I know now. Yeah, like I know now. But
0: I have I have a glass scale, and I put socks or I have socks on, and I've done that. What is confused. it on tile? I mean it's not on carpet.
2: So this one had I it had little additional things that like go on the bottom which I'm not sure if those were for carpet oh, or not. Okay. So the whole thing slips, I slip off, I twist my shoulder, I crack <laughs> oh. my side, my <gasps> love handle right into the countertop oh. and it just felt and the like a, broke, it, looked, it was like a liver shot <laughs> just like straight to the liver so like if you're seeing uh. me like just kind of like try to like work these things out this is why because i got injured weighing myself wow.
0: oh man wow.
2: yeah that's that's that, that that'd be enough to make a a weaker man quit his diet right then and there i thought about it i, I thought
1: about it <laughs> i'm sure you did
2: i'm glad you're sticking with it
1: it's the dave, dave and Mahoney, Mahoney show yeah, um Dave and Mahoney present. Uh we're doing fast, fast Food, food Freakout. Freak Shut
2: us. up and listen to my order. James is joining us today for a round of Fast Food Freakouts. There's little clues in this audio. You're just trying to figure out what restaurant the freakout happened in. Just for context, what is your favorite fast food restaurant?
1: Oh, I like uh In-N-Out.
2: Good call. All right, so um, in and out not a lot of freakouts, but I will give you a hint. There is an in and out as an option on one of these today. Will it actually have a freakout mm-hmm. in it? We will see as we get into the game. The first one here is a woman tries to attack the worker through the drive-through window, so she just shuts the window and locks it, and the irate woman then smashes the window in and starts beating the worker. So, McDonald's. I would say <laughs> pretty dramatic. Mahoney's calling it from the paint. Let's see. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, Okay,
2: so our options here. McDonald's not even on the list, Mahoney. Is that A, a Popeyes, B a Jack in the Box, or C a Burger King? Popeyes.
0: I don't know, man. Jack
2: in the box, they'll climb through that window and fight you too. Okay. So you think Popeyes, Audrey, where are you? So it's Popeyes, Jack in the Box, or Burger King. Oh
0: uh, I want to say Burger King.
2: Okay. James, ultimately it's your decision. What do you think? Jack in the box. Jack in the box. Jack in the box. Is incorrect. Uh-oh. Audrey Audrey was right. It was Burger King. Burger King, King. Oh, energy.
0: Because yeah. they were scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, they don't even know they work uh. there themselves. Yeah. Like, they kind of yeah. just, like, one day showed up, and they yeah. were like, I work here. Yeah. And they're like, yes, thank God you're Do here. we, we need the the burgers
2: little Do we still, still get those little things out? It was
0: probably her first day on the job. Yeah.
2: All right, here we go on to number two. Uh, okay. I'll try to pull it together, Mahoney. You too, James. Here we go. Right. A man confronts the lady working the drive-thru that they're not responding to anyone on the intercom. Are you are you the one I was talking to in the microphone?
0: I don't know who you were talking to, sir. I don't even know what you're talking about. Mike.
2: Okay, I was just letting you, I was letting you know that there was something's going on with your sensor back there because you've got like five customers that's passed us. Yeah, I went. three people in here. So. I, I understand that, but you ain't got to be rude when somebody addresses a situation, but that's very unprofessional. You, you what What me. is your name, ma'am? My name is Leslie. Leslie, what, ma'am? You work for? Me, so I will be giving corporate a call. Here's my card.
0: You're not allowed to video. Here's me. my card. You're on public property. All right. Hand me the
2: phone. Are me. you refusing? Are you refusing my
0: order? Out of my are you refusing door. my order, Leslie? <laughs> so guy's
2: that's annoying. a McDonald's.
0: And it's private property. And it's private property. Yeah. And that's not how that works. They can literally refuse you service. It does not matter. <laughs> like what in the world? The people just are so dumb. Dude, And
1: that's
2: the guy who posted it? Yeah. Oh, what or an course. insufferable Leslie. Leslie. I mean,
0: also I get being frustrated because you're not getting served and there's five people who are waiting. And it's also frustrating that the manager only staffed three people to work at a McDonald's.
2: So, Panda Express, White Castle, or McDonald's? Audrey said McDonald's right away. Mahoney, you saying the same thing? Oh, man, this is really tough.
0: I thought I heard a mm mm. during it's the not, beep. It's, mm. it's
2: not a Panda Express, and it's not a White Castle. The cat. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a McDonald's. All right, they're both saying McDonald's. James, over to you. You got to get this one right. I'm going to go with McDonald's. Yeah, that is right. <laughs> Playing the odds Two, too. You could tell that wasn't nighttime.
0: Yeah, that was totally daytime. Daytime. Like, that was so, breakfast.
2: Yeah, you're not at if you're at White Castle for breakfast. What are you doing with your life,
0: dude? I don't know. I feel what like are you doing?
2: <laughs> if you're so hungover that you're still drunk, yes, mm, that's yeah. the only way Absolutely. White Castle breakfast works.
0: Yes, correct. Final I'm one. Taco Bell for breakfast, man.
2: A female manager spits on some customers after they call her fat, so they attack her. The manager then punches the person recording. Things are not going great. Get out of, the way. Get out of my the
1: f*** You, f- you, f- you, you got- mean, y'all going up. on World Star? I swear you to get God.
0: She
2: Oh yeah.
0: She said restaurant. By the way, is
2: that a a Wendy's, b an In-N-Out, or c a Subway? That's
0: a Wendy's. It's not an old. That video sounded like it was from, like, the era of whenever there was carpet in yellow. Like, Wendy's yellow. Can not we, Wendy's they, red. Can
2: we remove In-N-Out from that? We know that's not an In-N-Out. You can remove In-N-Out from that. <laughs> thank you. Okay. All
0: right. I'm so still sitting with Wendy's Subway
1: yellow or
2: version. Or Wendy's. Sky did hit us with the fast food freak In-N-Out, which is a great pun, but yes, In-N-Out Wendy's does describe itself as a restaurant, too, though, Audrey.
1: Okay. Wendy's
2: Whereas or I Subway. feel like there's not enough room in a subway, now that I'm thinking about it. And too it.
0: many people inside of a subway. Or to it that to were. be that
2: kind of melee. Correct. Uh, Audrey, to so your point about it being an older video, it very well might be. I mean, he did reference World Star, which hasn't really been a thing for a handful of years now. I mean, that used to be the place where you'd upload videos. Now it's this just This is Yellow social Wendy's media.
0: Cup. Pre that weird, salted, we're going to make our french fries look like they're still potatoes, potato french fries. Do you talking when they about the
2: real beef in the chili.
0: The real beef in the chili, man. The OG Those bring just, back the Wendy's before Wendy actually told I know, him. it was just Give us back, Dave. Give us back, Dave. Bring
2: Dave back, man. <laughs> All right, James, over to you. For the win or the loss, is it Wendy's or is it Subway? It's Wendy's. It
1: It is Wendy's. Yes, it is. Well done. Dumbasses! You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail.
2: Please
1: leave a message after the tone. So, are Audrey and Chris the only tattooed ones? Or do Dave and Mahoney have each other's inked on their ass cheek?
0: Message
2: deleted. I mean, in spirit, I have Mahoney's face on my ass, but no, I have zero tattoos, which is, I know, an anomaly in uh, in this day and age. But, um, yeah, I've just never, I don't know if it's not having the courage or just the commitment or having something that I really wanted on myself permanently enough. Uh, I've just never done it. I. It took me eight years to marry my wife. We have been dating for eight years You think I'm gonna make an impulsive decision On something that like I'm uh, You know I know now you can get tattoos Removed and things like that
1: and you do you I just there's nothing on in my life That I want on me You never ever ever want to have A tattoo removed it's it the worst Because it's it not just one time You've got to go back
0: Like five or six. It, oh really? That's me- the common misconception is I had that-
1: one removed It took me a, Almost a year and a half Wait what had- was it? Why, why did you have to have it? it wait won- let me guess Insane Clown nah. Bossy logo <laughs> no, no, no. no It was It wasn't even anything I didn't want It was just poorly done It ah. was, it was uh, The University of Iowa Tiger Hawk local, mm. uh, logo On it- my neck and on uh, your neck, uh, on my neck, cool. oh, it was behind my ear over here. Yeah, so good cool. call of getting that removed. But, dork. dude, I mean, it's like <laughs> they, they, they laser it, and then when you leave, you have this big blister that lasts oh. for days, and then you have to go back every two months. And yeah, it took a year and a half. How much does it cost? Uh, it was like $200 every time I went in, so that all is- in all, it was like $1,300. Yeah, which Jeez. is like the cost
0: of like a quarter sleeve.
1: Yeah, so just <laughs> Man. Yeah, Mahoney, you're right. Just don't even do it. Don't even start.
0: Yeah, man, that's pretty you wild. You do you,
1: but like for me, there's nothing I'm, I'm committing that much to.
0: It's so funny because I always get asked to explain my tattoos, and I'm like, "What? why does everything have to have meaning?
2: It doesn't have a meaning. No. You're like, it looks cool. That's why I got it. I mean, it.
0: certain things I got because I thought that it looked cute, and I can like make a meaning out of it. But I'm not like, people are like, yeah, so I got this tree because the trunk and the roots really resemble my groundedness to the, to this earth and to my family. <laughs> and then the tree also represents, you know, my family tree. Yeah. And then this branch is my brother. And I'm like, what You're the like, that hell? Would, that
2: would be cool, except for they misspelled believe on the bottom of it. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I really wanted to these Chinese letters underneath here, too. That doesn't like,
2: say that. I will say my favorite tattoo <laughs> you, silly. you've gotten since I've known you uh, is the AOL Instant Messenger chat box. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. The away message. That, that's uh, that, that's, uh, that's one of my favorites, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that one.
0: I, uh, I loved it, and I still do. It's so funny, though, because whenever I try and explain it to somebody who is not a part of the AOL Instant Messenger era, because... That time and that place, for me, again, there's people probably scoffing and rolling their eyes at it. But if you know, exactly, Mahoney. If you know, you know. And
2: if you don't, it's not for you. And that's just That's why you
0: don't have it tattooed on Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) Please leave a message after the tone.
1: A human fart is louder than a trombone. I discovered that at my kids' school band concert.
0: We really had to go to the next voicemail, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: you're right. We should have just gotten out. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So it happened yesterday. I uh, wore,
2: instead of my regular jeans that I normally wear to work, a pair of joggers, and there was an audible gasp from Chris from the other room. He went... (gasps) What in the hell is going on? What are you wearing? And I said, it freaked sure. me we're, out, man. We're a pair of joggers, and then Audrey shamed me. She took a video I didn't shame you. of my exposed ankles. I which, also told
0: you they looked great on you.
2: Yeah, but the, you, you shared my exposed ankles. That was supposed to be a private thing. Well, just the people in the room, mostly here's, Mahoney.
0: Here's the thing um, if you don't know something about Dave, the first thing you should know is that he is a man of routine, and mm. that's what is so shocking to me. You Love. literally wear the same exact black t shirt and jeans and shoes every single day. So whenever I saw you changing oh. out of that routine, I mean, you're still in the black t-shirt and shoes, but mm-hmm. you changed the pants. I thought it was alarming. It was different. It was out of character for you.
2: Audrey, he does not wear the same shoes every day.
0: Well, he, well, Vans or Nikes. Vans yeah. or Nikes. Yeah. He, he wears, shoes
2: he wears, every day, he wears
1: sneakers. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Um, so here's just to double down on what a psychopath I am when it comes to routine. This was alarming even to myself because I know I should not do this. So, I have this printer at my house and I have got a long running feud with printers. Mm-hmm. Me and printers just do not get along. And I had a printer that just broke. And I'd had it for a little over a year, probably. You know, not that long for a shelf life of how long a printer should last. Mm-hmm. But I was trying, I think I told you guys about that. I tried to print out some little fake movie tickets for my daughter when she had her friends over to watch the Taylor Swift mm-hmm. movie. And because it was on thicker paper, it just broke the printer. And I guess that that's a thing with these crappy printers. It just, like, if you... There's no way to fix it. It just messes something up in the printer if it's the thick card stock, and there's no repairing it. Because I did a fair amount of Googling because I was really annoyed that this was going on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you guys, but it seems like every time that I have an issue with a printer, it's at the most inconvenient time. Like, I've never just... Casually printing something out. Like, then I need, need to it. print something out right now every single time Yeah, there's time. no reason to casually print anything. It's at normally this point. like I'm printing something out because I have to send it off for a doctor get or notarized mortgage or something, or something, something like stupid like that. Yeah. Or I'm running out of the house. Anyway, I finally decide I need to get a new printer. Mm-hmm. What do you suppose I did?
0: You Went to Amazon?
2: Or bought the same one? I went to Amazon. And I bought the same printer. What? (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. You're an idiot, dude. I am an idiot.
0: You bought the printer that just broke on (laughs) you? Did you not
2: realize it was the same one? No, I knew. I knew. And and I I, I went through this whole thing where I was look. I went to find a better printer. And I couldn't really find one that had great reviews because everyone hates printers. Because they all suck. And I already had the Why did you go
0: to like a Staples? Because I don't
2: want to go places and do and stuff. you already
1: know this printer, you know how it operates, right? I'm familiar right? So with
2: the printer. New. I know how to hook it up to oh the Wi-Fi. Gosh. I get it. I get it. And I already had the ink because I had extra ink and so I would just be wasting all of that ink cuz it's not the kind that has just the cartridges, it's like the type that you actually you like pour in, pour in there which I, the preferred one. It is better that way. That is. And um and so I bought the same printer. Interesting. A printer that I know I hate and has the strong possibility of malfunctioning beyond repair. At any moment
1: Well then
0: this is your moment To put a bad review
1: Well I want to put out A suggestion that we've been Talking about for a long time now And that's that You hate trees You use more paper Than anybody I've ever worked with In the history of my life And maybe now (laughs) That's a sign to say Stop killing trees Stop using printer paper so much Uh, I hate
0: trees (laughs) (laughs) Trees and the troops (laughs) We recycle this paper though yeah, it all so goes we recycling. do We're not doing. recycle the paper. Our company does. That's do not. We put it in the co- We put it in the
2: recycling bin.
0: You are funny because that's just not a thing. I also recycle in my apartment, and guess where it goes? We don't have recycling bins. It just gets. It in just in goes trash. straight to the trash. Do you think? Okay, from a company standpoint, sure, recycling exists, but like, they, like that doesn't that doesn't happen. Like recycling in companies just does not happen.
2: I got. This is a, a totally separate thing, but I'm glad that you jogged this memory. I got shamed for my poor recycling skills by the trash people. I didn't know that they did this. They put a little tag on my recycling bin that they come to the house and get, like a like a little yeah, wristband, okay. yeah. But they strapped it onto my trash can and said you're recycling wrong. I didn't know that you can't recycle. Plastic grocery bags, dude. It is difficult. No, you can't, oh, no, you can't uh,
1: do that. What do you or mean? Pizza, you can't do, do you do pizza boxes? Pizza boxes, boxes.
2: I know pizza with grease on it. Yeah, I learned that from you, the expert in so pizza boxes. It's because
0: they're single-use plastics, and that's one of the things that is like the big no-no of 2024 and like before.
2: Mostly just metals and glass are the real things. Yeah, plastics dude. aren't really recyclable. Really? Yep. You know. Wait, so like unless
0: it's like a like a milk jug or something that is not a single, you know that little triangle that's on. Most things that will tell you whether or not it's recyclable or not.
2: I don't care about the environment this much. That I'm not going to start looking there. for no. Nope. I mean, dude, it's I'd like where's it's... Waldo trying to find that symbol? Sometimes it's I'm like, not. I'm not doing it. So, like a, a water bottle, I can't recycle the water bottle here
0: Most of the time, those are going to be single-use plastics. Yes. Huh.
2: Wow. So, so you bad it, it, If Earth. you keep doing it, they're going to find you. Are they really? Yeah. I mean, like somebody had to get out of the truck. Like, how did you even notice? Like, they just, I thought they just grabbed it with a giant claw and they threw can, it in the back. They <laughs> have, like, video cameras, from what I understand, which, and I could be wrong because I've never operated a trash truck or a recycling truck, but they have cameras and they can see what dumps where, and it shows kind of, like, where the house was. Really? And so they have data points where they can go back and see He's what was He's a habitual violator over here at this yeah. address. Yeah. I had no idea. And oh, my they see gosh. And they see all those grocery bags. Flying out of your thing, and they're like, nah, man, this dude, this dude ain't doing something. Did you try to, to get-
0: recycle your re- your printer? <laughs> what <laughs> no. did you do with your old printer? <laughs> I
2: just threw it in the trash. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that either, man. I'm not. Like, electronics, we're not supposed to throw away.
0: our batteries. Or t- batteries. I'll
2: tell you this much. I aggressively threw it in the trash. I was mad at that thing. You, were you, uh, Ron Swanson? <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> Gronk spike. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show.
2: So how do you have been a fan of craft beer for as long as I can remember? I think it was, what, 2006, 2007 is when you really started to get into it? Uh, that's when we launched the beer for breakfast, you know, segment for the first time when I was working down in San Diego. But, no, I've been a, I've been a fan of craft beer since probably 2001 when I uh, was—I I first started bartending underage, and I was introduced— to the world of unfiltered wheats and a world filled of lagers, Dave. I guess around the time when, like, the segment took off and it really started to become a thing that you could talk to people about and they weren't like, huh? Right. It was probably more, like, around the time that, like, you got the segment going for the first time, right? I mean, yeah, I still think it even took a couple years after that. I think it didn't really hit, you know, its peak until probably 20... 20- 2012, 2013. I mean, I remember being in college and my friends would have a thing called Ale Night where everyone would bring a beer that wasn't just like a normal yeah. macro-brewed Bud Light or something like you drink in college normally. And I always, whenever I would go to Ale Night, I would I felt like I was really uh, bringing the heat with or trendsetter. With with a six-pack of Newcastle. But you know? <laughs> I think now, you know, I mean, I think we're like 10 years past, like, market saturation. You know, I mean, I love craft beer, but it's not new. It's just something that we enjoy now. I mean, like, literally when we started it, it was something that was, like, cutting edge and, like, cool. Like, here's the thing. You turn 21 today, you don't know a world that didn't exist with craft beer everywhere. Well, we we didn't used to have things even like the seltzers, right? I mean, you right. think about how a lot of that stuff is marketed to a younger generation, like when they're making their decisions what they're going to drink. There was no high noons and white claws and all of that crap when we were growing up. It was either like Boone's Farm, Mad Dog 2020, or Bud Light, and that was it. And all <laughs> of that wrecked you. Yes. Uh, but have we reached the point of no return? Have we finally gone too far when it comes to beers? Because we've tried a lot of different interesting styles of beers over the years but they always tend to be and you do this on purpose Mahoney good beers like Tried, you bring yeah. you bring in beers that actually people enjoy why do we want to drink a bad beer i mean if we do it's by mistake <laughs> so this and we've we've had rogue river plenty of times before russian river you mean uh no maybe this is just called the rogue maybe i'm messing that up uh there there is the rogue creamery is that not rogue? well there's rogue right. which we've done a ton of rogue stuff uh, over the years, they have the Voodoo Donuts beer that they they've done. They've got uh, a couple other really uh, good ones. The Dead Man's Ale is probably their most famous. So they're they're collaborating with the Crux Fermentation Project in Oregon, and they have created what they're calling the Cool Ship Beer Number Six, which is that uh, it's it's an ale okay. and it's it's called the Rogue River Blue Cheese. Okay, and it's aged in oak barrels for two years. Despite initial skepticism, the brewers and cheesemakers say they're very pleased with the outcome. This feels to me, though, like two things that you do not need to mix.
0: Blue cheese beer. Yeah. I mean, whenever I'm thinking about blue cheese and beer, my brain goes towards, like, wings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I am a blue cheese fan, but I just don't know where, where, what part of the cheese. Is is just going to be creamier in, in flavor? Or are you going to get that stank? that kind of come from that blue cheese?
2: Well, I, and I don't know this. I'm just, I'm speculating here. I don't think that it's going to taste like blue cheese very much at all. It's just going to have the consistency of it. So when you drink oh it... Oh my God,
0: that makes yeah. me actually vomit. Don't do that. <laughs> that's oh not my true. God, <laughs> that's
2: going to be so foul. The, 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 Rogue. the brewery at Rogue, they've always, I mean, they focus, I mean, I think they have like their own fields and they, you know, they're, they, they have a, uh, you know, a lot of these like old school Oregon breweries have just an amazing like... Love for craft beer and, you know, just like growing it. So the fact that you're you're, you're doing this thing with a, a blue cheese, I, I like blue cheese isn't my favorite, but I'm here for whatever they're doing to kind of, you know, create something new. Yeah. Well, and um they're trying. And again, maybe this will take it a little bit too far. The reviews, they say they're actually very pleased with it because they didn't want it to be too cheesy, just kind of like a hint of blue cheese. So, I mean, this is not for me. I don't like blue cheese at all, ever. So,
0: I can't even. I just can't even imagine what that would taste like. I mean, and we've had a lot of really interesting um, flavor palettes that we've you know tried here on the show. But I mean, I just can't see a cheese
1: beer.
2: This may be taking it a little too far.
1: Dave, Dave at, at Mahoney. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney show voicemail. Eight three three yo dummy. That's 833-963-8669. Please leave a message after the tone. Look, uh,
2: raising baby anything is pretty much the same. You can't let them just roam around anywhere. You know, whether it's baby cats, baby dogs, or baby kids. You, you got to, you know, you start off with them isolated, like kids in the crib. You, and there's nothing wrong with isolating somebody or something that is sick until it's better. Message deleted. It's true. Uh, just last week, my wife was a little uh, under the weather. Caged her up. Put her in solitary? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a large cage, though. I think it's for, like, Rottweilers or something, so it's, it felt humane. That sounds like a weird kink, Dave. I don't uh, know if uh, you yeah. should be sharing this on the radio with all of That's us. That's how we keep our marriage spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I mean, Audrey, I think you've been doing it right, man. You've been working real hard to try to get these kittens.
0: Well, I also kind of am doing the reversal of that. So the only area that is the easiest to clean is the main area. I live in a 750-square-foot apartment. It is very small. It is basically kitchen and living room room. With a with a bedroom that is carpeted. Mm-hmm. And you I cannot bring the kittens into the carpeted area. Yeah. And I cannot bring them into the bathroom because it's ringworm. And ringworm lives in wet and dark and damp and hot places. So the only other option is the main area to keep them in what? and I seclude myself because I'm in the carpeted area and it is a nightmare. I know nothing else and everyone else who is being so delightful and telling me um, tips and tricks um, shut up because I'm doing the best I can. man. Trying, man. I'm trying so hard and I'm at the very end and if they get it again I am going to jump off a cliff. What
2: week are we on now of Ringworm Watch? All of them. All of them. On Ringworm
0: Watch. So, let's see. Hang on. Just real quick. Let me pull up my calendar while we are trying to decide the last. So, the 22nd. So, one, two, three, four. We're on Howard's week four. Pop. So, week 10. Week 10 of Ringworm Watch.
2: And you've had the... Kittens for what? Twelve weeks, something like that. Uh, yeah, about that. So,
0: yeah, so yeah. we're doing good. We're doing good. Um, isolation. I am with you. Is important. I am just doing it the best way that I know how with the resources and the things that I have available.
2: If the kittens get ringworm again, we are going to have to isolate Audrey in a room that has a lot of pads on the walls, dude. Because it is me not up going up and, good,
0: dude. I'm about to be grippy socked <laughs> up. <laughs> hey,
1: uh, can we get an update on Homeboy's toe? Message deleted. All right, over to you, homeboy Chris. Uh, I'm quite surprised how concerned so many people have been over me cutting my toe. Like Mahoney's been like deathly ill like a lot over the last month. Nobody cares about that. They care about the toe. Well, and-
2: you just just casually dropped, "Hey, I accidentally lopped off half of my toe last night, and I chose not to get stitches because I don't go to the doctor because I'm an idiot.
1: Yeah. I just wrapped it in a satin sheet and I'm dealing with it. That's exactly what I did. And <laughs> guess what? It grew back like I said it would. Uh, Because I didn't look at it. I wrapped it and left it alone. I was too scared to look at it. It was so bad
2: you were scared to look at it, but you didn't think maybe I should get, I don't know, a professional to look at this for me. It had crossed my mind. And then you chose not to. I chose not to. And the update is It is great. You should always ignore doctors and medical advice. You're
1: too old to be doing that. We have good insurance. No man. That's why we wake up and do the job we do. We have good insurance, man. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was just timing. Like, I was going out of town last week. I had things oh, going yeah. on. Yeah. And, and again, I was right all along. I said it would grow back. I have superhuman strength over here. Like, the skin is completely grown back, and it looks great. Mm. I mean, I'm going to have a gnarly scar there for the rest of my life, but, you know, that's good, so thank you.
0: Chicks dig star- scars on toes, dude. Yeah, they I love black that. Sheets. No, yeah. Next to black sheets. It's oh, yeah. actually great that you have black sheets, because I bet you're bleeding so much of your own blood. Yeah. I probably
1: was. It bled a lot when it happened. Like, a lot. <laughs>
0: mm. Glad you're doing better, though. Glad yeah. that it grew back yeah. also. That's what we're saying. It just grew back like a chia pet.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the
2: other option was that they would have to amputate your leg uh, if it got infected.
1: Oh, that reminds uh, me, out of nowhere, my my leg did get oddly numb yesterday. Dude. Oh, good. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you like, have an I, infection. That's I, great. I, I, I didn't, like, fall asleep on that. Go it, to like... the
2: doctor. That
0: reminds that could be... me. My leg, I just couldn't feel it for a could few be like hours. Could like a blood clot.
2: Oddly numb. But blood clots are fine. Also something you should ignore. So what, no, do you, what do you Chest guys, pain, blood clots, clots so to nothing guys. to worry about. Do I go
1: to the doctor today it's or not do to I go please. to Bed Bath & Beyond to get sheets? Well, oh. first
2: off, Bed Bath & Beyond is closed, so <laughs> don't go there, you idiot. Uh, secondly, this is not for us. You're not pleasing us. We just don't want you to die because then we'll have to do more work.
1: Yeah, that is for you.
2: Yeah. Please leave a
1: message after the tone.
2: Why is it that the Popeye's is not one of the best restaurants? Well, this is in the drive-thru, and I also get a combo meal. And I proceed to watch through the window, then throw my food, fries go everywhere in the bag. Why is it so bad?
0: Bro, let me tell
2: you, you're doing it wrong to begin with. If you're ordering a combo meal from Popeye's and you're not getting the mashed potato and gravy. Period. Like you could you could toss that all you want. This but but guy's Cajun, the Cajun the Cajun
0: fries do hit though. But they're
2: not as good as the the mashed potatoes facts. and gravy. Big but facts. this guy's upset that the like Popeye's is not loving him enough. This little, is like being surprised that the stripper's not really into you.
0: Like you talking. You settle down over there, Dave, because everybody deserves love. And if it's in uh it's love that chicken from Popeye's, that is their literal slogan and they're not giving it enough love, I would get angry too. <laughs> Are you stunned, Mahoney? Stunned in silence at the just, fact that you this- know what you're getting.
2: You know you're gonna <laughs> eat like what I do, and like, again, I love some Popeyes, but I know the service is not gonna be great. I'm gonna go home. I'm That's gonna fast eat, food period. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat this chicken and eat the all the mashed potatoes, and then I'm gonna hide and then I'm gonna Taitas. hide the evidence from my wife because I don't want my wife to think that I'm a a horrible garbage person Which for you eating, you know, fried chicken at eleven AM on a Tuesday.
0: I supposed to be more uh, ashamed of my eating habits because your my,
2: husband doesn't judge you for well, I think like he does. But you but, don't uh, eat as bad as me, though, that's the difference.
0: But uh, you know, I don't know, I don't think he does. When was the last time you had Popeyes does.
2: or KFC for real? Well, he
0: judges me for my Taco Bell, like, I mean, like, because he's that I but mean, that's
2: Taco Bell's a, a, a level above those, like, there's something that is like. It, yeah. Ah, getting nah, nah, fried, nah. fast food fried chicken, there is a stigma is. that exists yeah. around it, and we can't deny it. Yeah, like you and walk, I love in, it. If you walk in carrying a bucket of food, <laughs> I love a bucket of chicken. I know, Dude, man. there's something, like I know I'm just a piece of garbage. I could, eat, I could sit on a couch for like hours and eat a 12-piece of fried chicken, and that would just be happy. But
0: that was what America <laughs> was built on. I, we were built on like the buckets of yeah. chicken. That's like one of the... One of the pillars. And, you know, we're That's talking it. about this right
2: now, and I, I'm going. I'm gonna go home and eat a pound of bell peppers and onions and a boy. grilled chicken. That a boy. That's that's what that's what that's mm-hmm. what that's what my I'm 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 a hold strong is to reprogram
0: your brain, dude. Yep, it's going to taste great. There will never
2: be a time in my life where I don't think fried chicken is the greatest thing on the
0: planet. Oh, for sure, facts, but I mean like also like in moderation. Eat the peppers too.
1: <laughs> Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney show anytime by calling 833 yo dummy. That's 833-963-8669. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show.
2: This guy is such a weird dude. Brian Johnson, you know who I'm talking about? He's the anti-aging biohacker bro. He's yeah. like a tech guy that was involved in developing a bunch of apps. And so he's got a bunch of money. But he's the guy that I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong here, wasn't he like taking blood from his 18-year-old son, son or, and, or something and, like that. Yeah, like trying to cycle it through his system to give him this fountain of youth. And Sure. He really honestly believes that he's going to be able to crack aging. Well, now he's come out and said that he has figured out how to reverse a couple of things that almost everyone at some point in life has to deal with and that's two things, balding and and graying hair. Oh, and, so he's looking to make more money. And so, yeah, I mean, he's got this project blueprint is what he's calling it and he's got this YouTube page where he claims that he is Going through all of these different uh, processes to try to make sure he's not aging, he's not losing his hair, his hair isn't going gray, all the things that just come with aging. And he has this red light therapy and he's got this custom topical treatment containing ingredients like caffeine and melatonin and microneedling yeah, and all this but stuff. But I mean,
0: he also is the same guy who is taking blood from his, uh, his son and putting it inside of him.
2: Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, like, I, <laughs> I, I, I saw this video and I was like, oh, that's interesting. He figured out how to get rid of gray hair. That's somebody who has gray hair. Let me just go ahead and click this link and see what this is all about. And he just so obviously has dyed his hair. It's not even like a good dye job. Yeah. And you're like, well, no, I've got this secret formula and this and that. And I'm like... Dude, it's just hair dye. Yeah. Like, it's just... Just it's, for men. It's just for men. Just like, for men. You can just go to Walgreens and get it. Yeah, then you can get it door dashed or Instacarted over to your house. You don't even have to leave your house. Yeah. They'll just bring it right to you. Straight to you. It'll probably be there in 20 minutes. I mean, this is also the guy who doesn't want to die. You know, he's saying, looking for a way to cheat death. And I get it. Like, I feel like there are... Like, as somebody who has hair, it would be very hard for me to not have hair because I look like a dumb racist when I shave my head, you do. I've seen you without uh, hair, and it's not a good. It's not a good look for me. It's yeah. you know uh, Audrey's husband. On the other hand, looks great with the, with the, with a the shaved head.
0: But he is in your camp where for a really long time, whenever he was losing it, did not want to lose it. I mean, like for every guy who's ever had to go through that, you go through this. Should I start a tu- wearing a toupee? <laughs> like should I start? Because they've got well, the awesome, toupees have gotten good. I was just gonna say they've got awesome wigs for dudes now, but. Everybody goes through that. So I can understand, Dave, where if you're having great, which it looks great on you, by the way. I don't think that you need to diet, but there's a lot of things that scares people about aging, and these are some of them. Well, well, and it's, I... an,
2: it's a privilege to get older, though. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I mean, why would I want to live forever? The thing that makes life special is that there's a start, a middle, and an end. Yeah. And the middle is where you get the Corvette. That's right. So <laughs> this guy, again, trying to cheat aging. I uh, don't think he's really on to something here. Again, it just looks like he's got a bad dye job. Who knows? Maybe his secret formula is working. And, My guess is, though, it's not because it, it would be everywhere and it, actually not just on YouTube. It would be a huge success story, a medical breakthrough, and this, as opposed to, like, some guy just same. telling you. And the secret of getting that. new hair, just go to Romania. Yeah. Or turkey, one of the two. hair
1: plugs. Yeah. That's around. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere.
0: Like us on Facebook, follow us
1: on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney.
0: .com.